should be praised. And we thank God. There is a word from the Lord today. And I want you to listen and take this in that it is imparted into you and engrafted on your heart because there is a charge that will be given to the body on today in the precious name of Jesus. Uh, we ask that you go to Ezekiel chapter 22, verses 30 through 31. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And I bless God today. I believe uh, Deacon Harvey has already preached one message on this morning. He says, stay connected. Amen. I like the demonstration that he used because God is so awesome that many times we veer it off course, but he stayed connected to us. And many times the trials that we go through, God uses them for a teaching lesson for us to learn grow from he has us in school and I just bless God I, I'm, I'm glad that when I was out there in my sins and messing around and doing everything that I knew to do out of the wheel that God kept me gave me another chance to come back to him and I'm so glad today that I know him as my Lord and Savior. How about you? And that's why I owe God a praise. I owe him my worship. And you know, if we can just take a moment right now, if you will, I just want to give him some praise. If y'all just give him some praise with me right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I bless your name today. You're a mighty God. You get all the glory. It's all about you, Father. We humble ourselves before you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I give you praise. I owe him a praise. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the last, just in the last two, three weeks, I, there's been a lot of folk that I, that I knew personally that went home. Amen. That went before the Lord. Amen. And left this earth. And I realized it could have been me. And when you see somebody one day, they come in your office and they're, they're vibrant and they're talking and they're overjoyed and just, I mean, with a whole lot of energy, just a few days later, find out that they're on their back a step away from death. You don't know where your last moment will be. And let's not take this day for granted. Thank you, Jesus. Ezekiel chapter 22, verses 30 to 31. If you have it, we're going to read this in concert. All together, Ezekiel chapter 22, verses 30 to 31. It says this, ready, read. And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me, the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Therefore have I poured out mine indignation upon them. I have consumed them with fire of my wrath. Their own way 
have I recompensed upon their heads, said the Lord God. My God. I want to take the text today from verse 30. Just look at your neighbor and I want you to help me tell them the subject and topic today. Just look at them and tell them, say, stand in the gap. Stand in the gap. Look at somebody else and tell them, say, stand in the gap. Good God Almighty. You may be seated if you can. There is today a cultural cry for kingdom men and women that rule from the perspective of heaven and have learned to live life under the lordship of Jesus Christ. There's a culture cry today. Many times in our past years when you would see a grown man or a grown woman walked down the street. The youngsters of the youth, they would step aside and let them by in courtesy and respect for the elderly. But now the tables had turned that when the older man or woman sees a youngster coming down the street, they get out of the way from them because they don't know what they might do. Oh, come on, somebody. And so we see even in the text here that if you were to read this whole chapter, you would see that Jerusalem had sinned, and it talked about Jerusalem's sin. And any time you, you, the Bible talks about Jerusalem, it's talking about, if you will, the people of God. And so God wanted them to repent because the land was in disarray. The people were doing what they wanted to do, and uh, they gave no reverence for the Sabbath like they should. And they were just doing their own thing and even uh, being paid, being hired to assassinate people. All kinds of things was going on in the land, all kind of debauchery, all kinds of perversion. Sounds like today, doesn't it? And, and so we see God wanted them to repent and he wants his people to do the same today. So we read in verse 30 that God looked for a man among them who would stand in the gap for the land. In other words, who would build up the wall, would build up the hedge, stand in the gap. So he would not have to allow wrath to destroy the people. God is searching for men and women to stand in the gap toward the land to make up the hedge. He's looking for somebody simply even to pray for the people that would stand up and say, I'm not going to take it anymore. You got to understand in the land right now, there's a demon loose. Amen, somebody. There, there's a demon loose that's sweeping across the land. There's a spirit of murder sweeping across the land and how churches have stepped back and taken a back seat and just looking at it like we're watching a tennis match. But God said it's time for somebody. Oh, come on, somebody in the house. 
to stand in the gap for the land. We're too busy perverting the grace of God. Amen. Telling people what they can, how close they can get to the line. Amen. Without sinning. When we should be telling people to get saved. Get full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Go into battle. Amen. Cry out. There's a clarion. Oh my God. There's a clarion call for men and women of God to stand up for the word of God. To stand in the gaps. Many of us have totally forgotten the power that God has given us when we receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. We forgot that we're warriors. We're standing back letting things happen. The spirit of murder, perversion, lust is going across the land. It has come through the gap. It has come through the hedge. Because when it came to the gap, there was no man or woman of God standing in there saying, in the name of Jesus, oh no. You won't come through this. You won't come to my house. You won't get my house. You won't get my family. You won't get my land. You won't take this city. Don't come on in the house, somebody. But I believe there's a new breed of Christian that's willing to stand up. Hey, come on, somebody. That's to stand in the head that's going to say, I'm not going to take it no more. Oh, my God. Would there happen to be some of them in here today that have made up your mind? We're not going to take it no more. We're going to stand in the gap. We're going to begin to pray. We're going to begin to anoint our children again. Amen, somebody. Oh, give God a praise in here. There's a new breed of Christian, amen, that don't want to come to church to be entertained. They want to come to church to be edified. There's a new breed of Christian that don't want to come to church to be excited. They want to come to church to be delivered. There's a new breed of Christian that don't want to come to church just to stand around and look, but they came to give him praise. There's a new breed of Christian that say, I'm going to stand in the gap and say, hey, ho, devil, you got to go. There's a new breed of Christian that's not going to let the enemy take the children, but they're going to say, in the name of Jesus, oh my God, say to the Lord, rebuke you. Oh, somebody give him praise in this house. Good God Almighty, I'm after a devil today, and I ain't going to stop till I get that choker. In the name of Jesus, somebody shout glory in the place. My God, my God. By the time we leave here today, amen, every family that's got a demon, amen, trying to get in there, amen, God, that joker got to go. In the name of Jesus, let the warriors shout glory. Good God Almighty. Whoa. Can I preach it like I feel it? I believe there's a, there's a Christian in here, amen, minister, that read the huff and puff and blow Satan's kingdom down in the name of Jesus. I believe there's a Christian in here that's ready to say, oh, no, you're not today. Amen. We're going to fight in the name of Jesus. My God, my God. We sitting around letting the enemy take our children, take our families, take our generation. Amen. The devil is a lie. Amen. Somebody's going to stand in the gap. I believe that. Amen. You're looking at one right here. I'm ready to stand in the gap. Amen. I'm ready to fight in the name of Jesus. Why? Because I know greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, come on. Shout glory up in here, somebody. 
Amen. My God, my God, I feel it. Amen. Elder, it's time for us to go on the offense because one of us can chase a thousand. But if I mess around and hook up with another one, two of us can chase 10,000. Anybody ready to fight in here? Grab your neighbor's hand and say, we just doubled up. We just, we just went to 10,000. Grab somebody and say, we just went to 10,000 right there. My God, my God. All you need is one to ride shotgun with you. Amen. If you can just get one to ride shotgun, amen, the devil got to go. Stop talking about the devil on your job and run the joker off in the name of Jesus. Run him out your house. Whoa, I feel like preaching. I came ready to knock one of Satan's tooth out of his mouth today. Amen. Somebody shout glory in here. Everybody that ain't scared, give him praise right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This new breed. But see, it's time for somebody to refuse to live with your ancestor demons. Oh. It's time for somebody to refuse with your ancestors' demons running through the bloodline. And see, people don't understand. My brother, people don't understand what they're saying because it's gotten to be a common saying right now. Well, he's wrestling his demons. Well, he's got, he just got some demons. I better not hear another one of y'all say it. Yeah, he, well, he's wrestling with it. You got to understand that people that say that don't have a clue what they're talking about. They fail to realize the power of a demon. And you cannot defeat a demon without Christ in your life. Amen. We look at Robin Williams and everybody's talking. Everybody, everybody got their theory of what happened. Amen. But I believe if somebody had stood in the gap, amen, and got hold of him before he got the belt, come on somebody in here, amen, and went to praying and said, let me tell you what you're going through. That's a demon. And we getting ready to drive that joker out of here. We getting ready to hang him instead of him hanging you. Somebody shout glory! Whoa! My God, my God. Some of this stuff we sitting around looking. Some, some, of the, some folk don't know what happened. Some people are watching things happen. But I'm asking somebody to make something happen. In the name of Jesus. Whoa. Somebody shout glory. In here. My God, my God. I came to run him out. How many of y'all got a demon in your family that need to be run out? Oh, my God. High five somebody and tell him he got to go today. He got to go today. Woo! He got to go today. See, there is an anointing that will destroy the yoke. I said there is an anointing that will destroy the yoke and set your family free. How many of y'all want your families to be free? How many know your sons and your daughters don't have to go through what you went through? And you don't have to go through what your ancestors went through? Oh, my God. See, listen, there's a problem. Oh, my God. When you look at Acts chapter 8, you will see that Simon the sorcerer, amen, in, in Acts chapter 8, amen, when you get a chance, just read it. But it was like Simon the sorcerer felt that he had the whole city wrapped up. He was using witchcraft. 
He had the whole city wrapped up, and he thought he had them until Philip and his boy arrived in the name of Jesus. Amen, somebody, until somebody came to stand in the gap. Now, let me tell you something. When we look at this thing, you know, the enemy wants to control regions and cities. He don't want to just control you. He wants to control, to control your whole family and your family tree and your family line. But you've got to stand in the gap realizing the power that you have within. I was looking on the news at a Frazier where they were showing in Iraq where ISIS was trying to take over the country. And see, and I begin to look, and it showed everything in red, and it had lines running through my, from a big red portion. What was showing they had taken over this whole this whole area. You got to understand this thing is demonic. That what they're doing is what demons do. Amen. Demons, amen, commit murder. That's what they're doing, going through, and nobody had realized and stood up. Amen. Everybody got their little theory, but you got to understand, you can't defeat a demon with guns and tanks. You because if you kill the person, the demon will come out of them and go into another person and continue the killing. Only way you can slay that joker is in the name of Jesus. We're, oh my God. Slaying that joker in the name of Jesus. That's the only way. And so ISIS is just going around. You got to understand these men are infiltrated with demons. Nobody does. They're burying Christians alive, hanging them on crosses. Because we need to come together. If my people will humble themselves and pray, he would heal the land. And so we see when we see this thing, it's demonic. Even when we look in the word of God, when Jesus came up to the demoniac and the demons begin to speak to him and say, we are legion, say we are many. And then they, they said, please don't send us out of the region, out of the territory. Why? Because they were assigned to that region. So you got to understand, they would rather go into the swine and be able to stay in the region. They said, let us go over to the swine. Jesus sent them and gave them leave to go into the swine. But the the only thing that slew the demons and defeated them was the power of Jesus himself. Amen. Jesus said, spoke one word and all 6,000 of them jokers had to leave out. And when he rose, he said, I have not given you power, power to tread on the enemy. Why are you carrying a gun that you won't shoot? Oh, come on, people of God. He said, I'm looking for somebody to stand in the gap for the land. The land means the people. The land means the culture. The land means your family. I'm looking for somebody to stand in that gap. And we've got too many people sitting back looking, just looking at what's going on. And let me tell you something. See, this demon of murder is going across the land. Not only is this demon of murder in criminals. Not only is this demon of murder in the terrorists, it has now taken over law enforcement. That's why you've seen in the last couple of weeks, you see law enforcement killing folk that they shouldn't be killing. Killing folk that they should be protecting. Oh, come on. I know I got, I know I got some, some opinionated folks in here, but I'm in the book. Amen, somebody. So the spirit of murder now is across the land. 
I still have to abide by the law of the land. And see, now God is saying, I'm looking for some of my people. Come here, I need, I need, I need four people. I need four people. I need two on this side and two on this side. Come on, come on, brothers. Come on. See, you grab his, grab his hand and move, move that way. You grab his hand and move that way. Now, prophet, come here. And so y'all could come bring it in just a little bit. Bring it in just a little bit. Now, now, prophet, what I want you to do, y'all step up just a minute. Y'all step up just a little bit. And just walk in as you please. Walk back and forth as you please. Coming and going. Anytime want to come into the family, nobody's standing there. Nobody's making up their head. So that's, that's the enemy right there in your family. Just come in when he want to. And you just people just standing there, just looking. Just looking. Now, now come here. Come here, Vangelis. Now, you just stand right there. Stand right Just stand right there and look. Now, keep doing what you're doing. Just coming in and going. Coming in. And, 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 and Sister Frazier, get up and walk with her. Yeah, just walk with her. Just walk with them. Get, get another one of the buddies. Come on in. Ain't nobody standing there. Might be a whole bunch of us. Coming in and out the family. Going to the family reunion saying, yeah, you know that runs in our family. A curse, a demon on the family. That's why you have to, you have to be careful even when you get married. The family, some of y'all married into a curse. Because you, did, you didn't check out what was in the family before. Be, be careful when you hook up with folks and they talk about they don't want you to meet the family. The devil is a liar. I mean, that, that crazy, who that crazy, wait, who that, that crazy joker there, he, oh, that's Uncle Bob. Okay, Uncle Bob. How long Uncle Bob been jumping off the roof doing flips? <laughs> they still walk, they still walking back, walking back and forth. It, doing whatever they want to do because they some folk in the head, but doing whatever. Now I want you, now y'all keep doing, now get in there and link up with them. Now see what happened when the enemy tried to get in there. Because somebody's making up the hedge. There's somebody praying. There's somebody saying, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh-uh. No, not, not again. I know you did it for years, but I'm, not now. I'm going to stand in this gap. The devil is a liar. Oh, no. Now, how many of y'all going to stand in the gap? See, you should be going to the family reunion exposing that demon. Telling everybody, wait a minute, y'all talking about this thing run. No, uh -uh, it don't have to run in our family no more. God can turn this thing around in the name. Let's, let's start having prayer and prayer meetings. Uh, instead of a soul train line, let, let's everybody get together and have prayer at the family reunion. Somebody shout, glory! Let's get a prayer line going at the family reunion. Y'all may be seated. Somebody give God some praise up in here. Oh, somebody give him praise in here. Somebody stopping some stuff right now. Somebody already started praying. Somebody said, I'm getting ready to stop this thing. My God, my God. Somebody getting ready to stop this thing. In the name of Jesus. 
Well, you know, my uncle got divorced. Everybody got divorced. Staten got divorced. Got, well, you know, we probably get divorced. The devil is a lie. Amen. Oh, man, that, that, there was a drunk over there. You know, my uncle, all my uncles got drunk. You know, it runs in them. The devil is a lie in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, all of us cussing our family. All of us get on oh, with Hey, y'all now. Well, it stops with me in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout glory. High five two or three people and say it stops with me. It stops with me. It stops with me. It stops with me. See, certain spirits try to control families. Now, you see, you, you got to understand something. See, you, you can almost look in your family right now. Look in your family, and you can just about see where the gap is. Oh, my God. Just begin to look in your family. You can just about see where the gap is. When you see where the gap is, that's where you need to join hands with some more good church folk, with some no good Christians in your family, and start praying. Because they said, we're going to stop this thing in the name of Jesus. You be will begin to see things turn around. You got to understand what I'm telling you right now. Money cannot buy. You got all kind of folk with a lot of money trying to pay money to live longer. All kind of stuff like that. You would not miss your appointment for death. I don't care how much money you got. Anytime somebody just walking on the beach, it's like the other week, just having to care. And all of a sudden, a plane come out from nowhere making an emergency land and kill both of them. Walking on the beach. Ain't no, one, ain't no runway. Somebody has got to stand in the gap. See, I might stand up just myself and chase a thousand, but I need somebody else to stand with me. So we can double this thing up in the name of Jesus. My God, my God. Oh, my God. See, somebody, some, some of y'all families, some of this stuff should stop running in the family today. One prayer, amen. You got to understand, one prayer can stop it in the name of Jesus. We standing around looking while the enemy take over your whole family tree. We standing around looking while the enemy going through the family, going through the house. Stop letting it run rampant in your family. Oh, my God. You got to make up your mind, get you some oil. And say in the name of Jesus, start anointing your sons. Start anointing your daughters. Amen. Praying a hedge of protection around them. We've never seen children dying before just in seem like freak accident and getting shot. It, it, it used to be in the past that every time there was a shooting, sometimes the bullet would miss the baby. But now the children getting shot. Because there's a demon loose. You got to understand this demon don't care. He just out for murder, out to kill. And we sitting around discussing whether or not, uh, well, you know, if two people should be married of the same sex and all this. We already know the answer. Stop fooling with that and stop praying about this other stuff. We already know the answer to that. Even the folk trying to argue it knows what the word says. Understand it's a distraction. Oh, 
we got to do is stand on the word. The word said no. The word said that marriage is between a man and a woman. Period. Closed discussion. I'm not going to talk all day on that when I already know the answer. While we're doing that, while we're distracted, while we're talking about, well, you know, the, 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 the grace of God, you know, you don't, don't worry about a little sin. Now, the devil is a lie. And why in the backyard, folk getting killed, shot up, hanging themselves, spirit of suicide, all kinds of things going on. Why? Because nobody's standing in the gap. There's been too many people just standing around looking. Touch three people, tell them to stand in the gap, stand in the gap, stand in the gap, stand in the gap, stand in the gap. You see, in the middle of the night, you find your daughter doing something you ain't never. Why in the world, where in the world you get that from? We're letting them pick up stuff, bringing stuff in, uh, cults and roots, all this stuff. Some of the stuff coming out of Mexico, some of the stuff coming out of Africa, all this stuff coming out of Europe. Okay, and we just picking it up, doing it. Got kids now setting themselves on fire with lighter fluid, amen, and then trying to douse themselves out. The devil is a lie. That's demonic. The Bible talks about the man's son that would put himself in fire and then put himself in water. Amen, you got to understand this is a demon that we're dealing with. We got to stop trying to teach and make it pretty. It's time for war in the spirit. It's time for war in the spirit. That son or daughter that you brought with church today, with you, that, the, the devil's after them. Stop just sitting there looking. They're telling you, oh, this is the new fad, okay. My God, stuff coming out of other countries, coming in, and we just grabbing hold to it. Letting curses coming in our family, cursed by molestation, cursed by rape, cursed by incest, all kinds of stuff, deadbeat fathers, all over the whorish mothers. Come on, somebody. Child abuse, all this stuff, addiction, suicide. Amen. We're looking at it, stealing spirits coming in. Where did you get them shoes? Where you get those shoes? Sometimes we see our kids with new stuff on, we don't even question it. Kids walking around with the pants hanging off their butt, and the enemy had blinded them to think that's cool. And instead of standing in the gap, Saying, not in my house. Parents are letting them walk right out. You even see some adult men now with their pants hanging. Why? Because we need some folk that will stand in the gap. God says, I'm looking for somebody to stand in the gap. My first point is stand in the gap for your family. Stand in the gap for your family. 
lay hands on your sons and your daughters. Let them see you pray. Let them see you exemplify Christ, exemplify the word. Stand in the gap. When we see Ezekiel 22, it lets us know that God is specifically looking for intercessors. He said, I'm looking for somebody that'll stand in the gap. I'm looking for somebody that'll pray and stand in the gap and not let the enemy take over. I'm looking for that. Genesis 18 and 17, it says, And God said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? Intercessors are the first to get the news. Because God speaks to the intercessors, those that are praying. He speaks to them and let them know what's coming. He said, watch out, this is coming. He said, I'm not going to hide what I'm get, what's getting ready to happen. I'm not going to hide it from Abraham. God did not want to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. He didn't even want to do it without letting Abraham know. And he allowed Abraham, an intercessor, to pray. Abraham said, if I find 50, would you spare the city? Because of the intercessor, God said yes. Then he went to 45. Couldn't find 45, then he went to 40. Then he went to 30. Then he went down to 20. Then he went down, and God always has his quotas. He went to 10. And it was sad that he could not find 10 people in a major city standing in the gap. He said, because I did not find a number, go get these few out because I'm getting ready to destroy the city. All this destruction we see right now, let me let you in on what's happening. Because God has found no one to stand in the gap. People are talking, but nobody's praying. Talking about the word, but nobody's coming together. Talking about what needs to be done, but nobody's doing it. It's time to wake up in here in the name of Jesus. Because nobody standing in the gap. We're just standing around looking. We sit around watching the news. We watch the news and see it, but nobody's saying a prayer about what they see. Nobody's standing in the gap. And the enemy just walking in and out. Walking in and out. Demons infiltrated the people. They're just doing whatever they want to do in families. You need to hear me today. If you never hear this again, you need to hear this and you need to operate and execute and take action on it. In the name of Jesus. Psalms 25 and 14 said, The secrets of the Lord are with those who fear him. Amos 3 and 7 says, surely the Lord does nothing unless he reveals the secrets to his servants, the prophets. God will let you know, y'all need, you, you, you need to, don't go that way, you need to go around the other way. 
He'll let you know what's happened before you get there. Be praying on it. Be moving on it. My next point is simply this. Stand in the gap between right and wrong. Right and wrong today is being blurred together. Murdering innocent children is called pro-choice. Sexual perversion is called an alternate lifestyle. Cheating on spouses and one another is called little white lies. But the devil is a liar in the name of Jesus. Isaiah says in, in chapter 5 verse 20, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. We're told in Romans 12 and 21, do not overcome, not do not be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. There is a distinction, church, there is a distinction between the sacred and the secular. There is a distinction between the clean and unclean. There is a distinction between right and wrong. Look at your neighbor and tell him, say, there's a distinction, there's a distinction. I'm about to close, but my third point is simply this. Stand in the gap between compromise and commitment. The word doesn't say anything about a Sunday morning Christian. It talks about a Christian that loves him and worships him every day. The word doesn't say anything about a devout Christian that says, I'm going to worship him whether I feel like it or whether I, I don't. It, it says that we are going to worship him whether we feel like it or whether we don't. But if I don't feel like it, I don't, I'm not going to worship he talks about somebody that's going to praise him. He's talking about somebody with integrity, worshiping our Lord and Savior. Amen, somebody. You, we got to understand that we were raised from the watery grave to walk in newness of life. So we got to do it. We got to understand that we're not to be lukewarm. We're not to be, oh my God, we're not to be lukewarm, scrounging the fence. Either you're going to be cold or hot. Either you're not going to serve him or you're going to be on fire for God. Anybody on fire for God in here? Ten of y'all. Anybody else, amen, ready to praise him? My God, my God. In other words, he's saying be committed to his cause and to the saving. Of souls. Anybody committed in this house? I want you to give him glory right now if you're committed. He says, not forsaking the assembling of yourself together. Amen. In other words, he said, come to church. Sometimes you might not feel good, but come to church because I need this vitamin. Amen. I need this push. Amen. I need this push. Anybody need a push today? My God, I can use this. I need everything I can get. I don't know what I'm going to face this week. Amen. This word today might be exactly what I need tomorrow. And I got to understand that. I got to stop playing patty cake with demons. Because after a while, when you start playing patty cake, when you get too close, that demon's going to snatch out and grab you and oppress you. And next thing you know, you're going to be someone proclaiming Christ 
standing on top of a bridge talking about jumping. This is nothing to play with. First, when I saw picture folks over in Iraq on crosses, thought it was a joke. Started looking, soaking God in my spirit and praying. I began to see all the things that were going on, burying people alive. See, it's somebody with a demonic mind and thought pattern to do stuff like that. Everybody's talking about church, but nobody's praying. Nobody's living it. It's all right to talk about it, but they get upset when we begin to talk about We We can talk about the Bible, but when you get to the point where you're talking about the contents of right and wrong in the Bible, that's when the world starts getting upset. God began to show me something, something that Israel did. Elder, he began to show me where, and I began to look, and I didn't even think about it until God put it in my spirit, because Israel was wondering how different suicide bombers and different folks that wanted to harm them from Hamas was getting into the city. Couldn't figure it out. You know, suicide bombers getting in that blowing up stuff. And what is going on? The next thing, it was revealed to them that there was tunnels. There was gaps. In their wall. And so they were going in these tunnels, in these gaps, getting into the city. Israel found out about these tunnels, these gaps in their wall. They went around and started blowing every one of them. Blowing them to shreds. And, and they said, and, and, and the report came on the other day and they said, we found all the tunnels. And we blew all of them. Some of y'all need to find your tunnels. The tunnels, the gaps where the enemy is getting in your life, getting in your family. That same argument that always comes up, that same incident that always calls you to fall, that same person that causes you to riot, that same thing that always brings an argument in the family, that same thing that calls you when you're up here to fall back down here, that thing, that gap, whatever it is, you need to find it and you need to blow that tunnel in the name of Jesus. You need to close that thing so that enemy can't come in inside because that enemy's coming up, that blowing up family, blowing up relationship, blowing up the marriage, blowing up the relationship with the kids. Kids acting up. They're going all kind of crazy. All in the family, blowing up things, all in the city, coming in, doing all kinds of things. But you got to locate And in the name of Jesus, because see, when you pray on it, you pray on it, all you got to do is ask. See, God, remove this. Take it out. And see, there's some things that you've got to do yourself. Now, let me go a little further. 
because the things that you can do yourself, don't pray and ask God for something to do something that you can do yourself. You sitting there, Lord, turn this TV off. I tell you what, this this lady right here, with these, she, she don't have much clothes on. I tell you, Lord, turn the TV off right now. No, you get the remote. Some of us are praying and asking God to do things that you can do yourself. God would never move on something that He has given you power to do on your own. He said, I've given you with every temptation. He says, what? I've given you a way of escape. You got to stand in the gap. Sometimes when you don't even feel like coming to church, you don't even feel like getting in the rock. Pray yourself into that gap. Say, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm tired right now. I don't feel like going. I know I should go in the name of Jesus. Lord, if you help me get in this car, amen, then help me to move my feet. I, I'm, I'm so tired right now. Give me the mind right now. Give me the will, amen, to do this thing. Put, I help me to push myself. Once I get in the car, I'm, 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 I'm going to move. I'm moving out. In the name of Jesus. Some of y'all been frustrated to wit's end. Do like David did. Encourage yourself. Push yourself. Don't let people stop you from standing in the gap. Take back the house. Close the gap. Continue to live for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Give God a hand praise in this place.